Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. On today's episode, I am joined by my guest, Sandy Yang. She is a human design expert and a certified brain rewiring coach. Hello, Sandy. Thank you so much for coming on and joining me today. My pleasure. So excited for this. Like as a podcast host, I love being interviewed. Like I love just sitting back and just let somebody else like take the conversation where it needs to go. Yeah. Well, speaking, we'll talk about your podcast um, later, but I subscribe to it and I love it. It's Design Your Life with Sandy. You guys need to check it out. Oh, thank you Um, so much. Yeah. So can you tell us about yourself and who you are and what you do? Sure. So you mentioned that I'm a human design coach and Mm -hmm. a brain rewiring certified coach. I'm also an energy healer. So I definitely work with like kind of like the woo tools, um, but I find human design to be super empowering and uplifting for myself and like my clients, my friends. Um, So I do human design readings um, for those who are interested in learning about themselves. Um, It can like show you sides of you that like you never even thought of. Um, mm-hmm. but is like very empowering. It's kind of like astrology. Um, if people are interested in that, are you into astrology? Um, I am. And I actually just started learning about human design too. Can you actually talk about like what that is? So the listeners know, or can imagine it more? Yeah, for sure. Um, so if someone is into tools like the Enneagram um, or like, what is it called? Myers-Briggs, you know, one of yeah. those personality mm-hmm. tools to help you understand yourself better, then you'll love human design. Um, human design, um, so everybody has their own unique chart, is determined by your date, time, and place of birth. So it's kind of like predetermined um, and they're like, you know, it's like made of other tools like astrology, the Chinese I Ching, um, the chakra system, mm-hmm. um, the Kabbalah. Um, so it's like pretty interesting. Um, I find it to be very actionable. Um, astrology, I like it. I like it when somebody else explains it to me. I feel like it's just like too broad for me to yeah. really do anything about it. Um, so one can really learn about how their how their energy shines in the world, like how they can like avoid burnout, how to become more magnetic. Um, there are like a lot of clues to how you can express your life's purpose through understanding your human design chart. So it's super fun. Um, technically, it's like kind of woo but I like to use it as like an empowering tool to help Mm -hmm. people understand their higher potential. Yeah. So could it help 
people like with work or, or relationships or like their day-to-day life? Oh, definitely. So like, I'll talk about myself. Um, I'm a projector in human design. There are all those energy types. So I think there are, there are five energy types. So I don't mm-hmm. know what you are. What are I'm you? A proje- I'm a projector too. Okay. So learning about that was super triggering for me because I was working in the corporate world. I believe like the more I work, the harder I work, the mm-hmm. better I do. And as a projector, you're, you're here in the world to be really efficient. Like optimally, you will work like three to four hours a day of like potent work um you're not here to do all the doing you're here to be a guide Mm -hmm. yeah so and like projectors have this thing where they have so much to share but they have to be invited in like feel really recognized by who they're talking to and I was like yes I hate it like doing presentations and like pitching and try to like sell myself I was also like can people just like ask me for what I would do that would just make my life yeah that was really helpful for my career because when I was like you know, in that proving convincing energy, I felt so icky. And that was like inauthentic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought like my energy was lower than other people's, but um, compared to like the generators and the manifesting generators, uh, it is like very different. Yeah. Yeah. So understanding yeah. that um, allow myself to um, build in time for more rest uh, has been tremendously helpful like just like resting just understanding that helped me understand that resting can be really productive and when I am fully rested I show up better in the world yeah yeah and like so with relationships <laughs> uh, this is huge because like just by understanding your partner how they like to go about their day how they like to be appreciated helps you like kind of just you know, tailor your, how you talk to each other. And that just makes a world of difference. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you know what what your husband or partner is? No, I don't know what my husband is. He's not as big into this, these kind of things as I am. (laughs) Yeah. Um, With my former partner, um, I understood like, oh, this is like more nuanced, but um, he is a three five profile in human design and Mm -hmm. anybody with a five in their profile um love to help others um they like to be the hero is like Mm -hmm. just like part of their purpose and how they shine the world so like by me um leaning more into my feminine energy like kind of like asking for his help made him feel like very valued so it's like little things like that yeah uh, I should actually have him do it. I'm sure he would just do it. To, I mean, you could just plug things in on line and it comes yeah. back. Yeah. Like that he doesn't be need to believe it. Yeah. For right. Sure. Yeah. Um, can you talk about what um, a certified, certified brain rewiring coaches and what you do in that area? Sure. Um, so you know how people like manifestation is such a hot topic right now. Right. Um, it's kind of even annoying, like the M word, but, um, you know, like we're always manifesting and how we experience the world has so much to do with our perception and our beliefs, like our belief system shapes how we 
perceive the world. So mm-hmm. um, brain rewiring is essentially identifying what are the limiting beliefs that you currently have and knowing like this doesn't have to be your story this doesn't have to stay and you have the power to shift that into something more empowering that serves you so for example as a business owner I haven't been a business owner for all that long Um, Mm -hmm. I used to work in accounting Um, so growing up just like how I grew up who was around me um I always thought money was hard to come by you need to save 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 um it was like a more stable path to work for a big corporation because like if you have a business then you always be working like you can't rest you know all go away in like one second like you can do really well this month but who knows about next month and the month after um so I had all those beliefs that would not be supportive for me to be an entrepreneur. And with brain rewiring, I use it to shift into more abundance. Um, Like, yeah, it can all go away in a day. But like, um, you know, like if I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing, then I'll always have clients come in. And yeah, like my business could end tomorrow, but like I could also lose my job tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like accounting yeah. can become like redundant and be done by robots one day. So it's really like, you know, uh, expanding my beliefs and seeing what is possible uh, with money. I've done a lot of work around this. Um like money is such a charged, like taboo topic. Mm -hmm. And just like, like with money, I really had to understand, like, you know, it's a source, it can be a source of stress, or it can be a source of possibility. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you can do so much with it. I used to just like subconsciously think like, oh, like rich people are like, bad in quotes like you know they're spoiled they're selfish you know they're taking away from others but then I realized like oh you know if I'm no good in the world if I don't have money like with Mm -hmm. more money I can do so much more like I can serve people in a bigger way um so like things like that um yeah yeah (laughs) so um essentially to answer your question uh brain rewiring is shifting your beliefs so we can change your reality um is actually like really fun knowing that Mm -hmm. yeah I like that yeah um so now your podcast so I listened to it and Uh you talk a lot about chakras and chakra healing um could we talk a little bit about that like how do you keep chakras healthy and balanced and uh what are your recommendations first we should talk about what chakras are for the listeners <laughs> <laughs> yeah um do you want to start off and i can add um to yeah it? Sure. um okay so there's seven chakras and there are points in our body and it helps balance things some could be too open they could be too closed um they help with emotions moods physical symptoms and yeah, you could do like yoga to help um, eating better. And then Reiki helps with chakras, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever received energy healing before? I've gotten Reiki done. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so the chakra system, there are like seven main chakras. There are actually a mm-hmm. lot more, but those are the main ones. Oh, um, uh-huh. Yeah. 
so each chakra you have like one like on the top of your head um, on your forehead you know like there's like the chakra uh, heart chakra so that's around your heart you have the throat chakra sacral root solar plexus so they're like on different parts of the body. So um, if you have a throat, you know, everyone has a throat chakra. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a healthy throat chakra, um, you probably feel pretty comfortable um, expressing yourself, like communicating, um, saying what needs to be said, self-expression. So that's like a healthy, balanced, strong throat chakra. This is like a simple example. A blocked throat chakra or off balance throat chakra somebody could be experiencing you know just like not speaking their truth feeling very repressed feeling not mm -hmm. able to be themselves um and like one block throat chakra can also influence like your solar plexus which is all about your own sense of power they're so connected um so yeah, they all affect each other. So in an energy healing session, I practice this energy called a high. Uh, it's A-H-A-I. So it's kind of like similar to Reiki. I haven't really gotten much Reiki done before, but in an energy healing session, somebody would have an intention like, oh, I am feeling really scarce in money or I feel really stuck in my career. I want to bring in more flow. Um, I like my clients to like be really specific in their intentions so we can, you know, just like focus a little bit more. Um, when I tune into their energy body, I look at their energy field, their aura um, and their like whole energy body, like, you know, their chakras. And I can tell like, okay, um, this person has a blocked throat chakra and this is kind of why. And then I can like ask them questions, share what I did to help them understand. Like I can balance it, but it is the client's job to keep it balanced. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll offer tools and like actionable <laughs> guidance for them to run away with until, you know, like their next session. And I'll mm -hmm. have them, you know, like check in with me. Like they have like a whole week to like share what's, you know, like kind of happening. And with energy healing, it like, really goes hand in hand with brain rewiring because so much of our beliefs is like deeply rooted mm -hmm. um and just like working you know adding the energy healing component kind of just like amplifies your brain rewiring process um yeah I feel like it just makes it a little bit more efficient and smooth and powerful uh yeah. with energy healing and I kid you not it's like so crazy I'll have someone be like, yeah, I hate going to work. Everyone's like kind of just asking a lot from me. I'm like overworked. And then they have energy healing done. They go to work the next day. And I have somebody literally had this big project that she was dreading, just literally taking off her schedule. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they feel just like more magnetic. People are nicer yeah. to them. Yeah. Like energy doesn't lie. Um, mm -hmm. and just, just going back to manifestation, we cannot manifest what we, you know, something that's beyond like what we believe we deserve. So like brain rewiring, energy healing really like amplifies your manifestations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just going back to my own example with money mindset, 
um, like I used to see money as like such a stressful thing. Now I actually feel like money is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I used to be like, oh yeah, I'll just work with anybody who comes my way. But now I'm like very selective. Like I only want to work with people who are the right fit. And yeah. just like, you know, shifting mm-hmm. to that abundance mindset just like changes everything. Mm-hmm. I used, I'm a yoga instructor also. Yeah. And I used to teach all the time, like five times a week, worked full time. And I had to slow down because it was like burning me out and I was getting stressed. And then I started back up again. Um, this is after like things in the world shut down and then open back up and stuff. And I just realized, you know, I like to teach yoga, but I'd like to do it on my own terms. Like, like not at a studio and, you know, I'm trying to set boundaries that way. And it's not about the money because you don't really make a lot teaching yoga unless you're like a famous yoga instructor. But um, yeah, so I'm really tuning into setting boundaries and sticking to it. So mm. yeah, boundaries are huge for a projector. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have usually like um, when I go to do Reiki, my the chakras that are always blocked are uh-huh. root, sacral, and solar plexus. And then I've been told my heart is too open. Mm. Um, Did they elaborate yeah. <laughs> on kind of why? Like, um, yeah, the heart being too open, I think, like, too, I do too much for others. Um, and then root, um, the, you know, like I'm too, um, not balanced <laughs> and I mean, we, we've gone into different things cause it's different sessions. And it seems like my three bottom ones are always like not oh, balanced. Yeah. 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 That's hard. Um, how I see it is like, you have to have the lower chakras balanced in order to like feel really stable and like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because like it's really common for people who are like more into, you know, like intuition and stuff like that to be kind of like too up in the clouds. And mm-hmm. um, it's really important for them to like really ground. So do you have a grounding practice? I do. I practice. I do meditation. I do breath work, EFT. Mm-hmm. And um, I journal. I've gotten like I noticed I've gotten away from it all of that like since. March, April-ish, and then I'm getting back into it. And I feel like more calmer now, like really going back to my morning routine and checking in with myself before I start work. So I just have oh, to remember that to do so that. Important. Yeah. 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 Like when I do something, you know, when I have like something more structured in my day, mm-hmm. like a morning routine, like <laughs> I just feel so much more grounded. Yeah. I like know. I can so take on I. the world. If I'm just like, scattered I'm like rushing I'm like not a good time I know I actually ask all my um guests this do you have a morning routine and or a night routine and if so what is it I have my ideal morning and night (laughs) routine I've been traveling so it's kind of all over the place right now but in general for my mornings I like to wake up earlier not like crazy early, like 6, 6.30. And I like to get some sunlight in my eyes. 
So that is like just a game changer for mm-hmm. your energy, your circadian rhythm, your metabolism, your mood. Um, mm-hmm. This is like very real neuroscience stuff that I'm not going to be great at explaining. But, um, you know, how people talk about blue light not being yeah. good for you. Blue light right. is great for you when you are just like going about your day. It's not great mm-hmm. for you after like 8 p.m. or something when you're trying to wind down. Um so I like to get sun in my eyes. I really love my coffee. Um, so I like just black coffee with um, some chocolate flavored electrolytes. Like I'm always going for the chocolate. I'm not mm-hmm. going to for like the sorbet or the fruity stuff. Always like the decadent double chocolate fudgy, you know, like brownie, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to drink my coffee and like look indirectly at the sun this is like a game changer um without my phone so yeah don't mm-hmm. blind yourself if you look too directly you're gonna be like this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um I really like Pilates you know we all know like mm-hmm. Melissa would help that's what I've been yeah. doing I've been loving it I used to mm-hmm. go to like a workout studio like five times a week, like at 6 a.m. in the morning. Um, now I'm like, oh, I like to take it easy and just do it at my own home. Saves me yeah. so much time. So I like, you know, my coffee followed by movement. Um, at this point, I'm feeling like ready to go and then take like a cold shower and dry brush. Probably like dry brush before the shower so you can wash mm-hmm. off like the dead skin cells and um yeah you know like that lymphatic drainage pedal tool so yeah I just got mine and I love it I feel like like I need to make an effort to ground um so just like doing something for my body just like mm-hmm. makes me more grounded throughout the day yeah yeah I like that um so this kind of ties in with self-care too like do you have a specific self-care routine that you do or just like your morning routine is your self-care routine also? I would say um, they kind of overlap, but yeah. what is really, like I love lymphatic drainage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with self-care, I love to, I love to journal. Like mm-hmm. it's a non-negotiable for me. And like when I work with uh, a client at any capacity, um, I really encourage them to journal because I really believe we have all the answers within us. Like in energy healing sessions, people be like, I'm looking for clarity. I'm like, have you journaled about that? Um, but like, sometimes we don't get clarity right away. Um, but I mm-hmm. always find like, okay, every time I journal, like I just get all the clarity I'm asking for. Um, and I like to journal in a way that's like very unfiltered and raw, like I'll just get all my feelings down. I don't like to sugarcoat things with myself. Um, so just like being very honest is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm wondering. This is what I'm seeking. Um, tremendously helpful. Yeah. Where can all the listeners find you? Like your social media? Yeah. Your, um, po- your podcast, Design Your Life with Sandy Again. Yeah. So that's that on... on- Spotify Apple. and Apple yeah. Podcasts is actually mm-hmm. on YouTube, but I don't really oh. do the YouTube thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, my Instagram is Sandy L Yang, so S A N D Y L Y A N G, and I hang out the most on Instagram. 
Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, this has been so fun.